Good evening, fantasy footballers and the gents across the universe. This is the Championship Formula with your host, Mike Plymel. And sitting to my left tonight is the overly quiet, infected Cajun Raider. Yeah. <laughs> the old infected. zombie bite is zombie what he got. He has an infection traveling up his arm. He said he'd rather die on the podcast than go to urgent care. And uh, we encouraged it because we thought it'd be good press. Yeah, so if he dies on us in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, you know. any publicity is good publicity. If you right. start to turn, I'm putting one right in your head. <laughs> I'm going for the heart. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't work against zombies. Oh, yeah, damn no, it. That's, yeah. He's not a vampire. You got to go right for the say, brain. You got your... Uh, right for the head. There you go. confused. All right, and sitting across from me tonight is the cash. Mr. Josh Kinney. How you guys doing tonight? Doing awesome. good. This is the only player in MLB history Ooh, MLB. who has played in at least four World Series games, who has five or more stolen bases, and a batting average over 500 in those World Series games. Your era is uh, 90s, 90s, I'd say. Tricky Ricky Henderson. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to say. Hey, that's what you would think. Is it? No. I don't think <sighs> it is. So, because he didn't go to the World Series enough. Oh. Four game minimum. Yeah. That's why it kind of disqualified him. So, he has five stolen bases with a 500 average. And only he, player. And he only played in four, or a minimum of four World Series games. Mm-hmm. And it was in the 90s. So, I'm looking at Braves. I'm looking I'm looking at uh, Yankees. I'm looking at Toronto. Are we looking at Toronto? You have 10 seconds. Oh, shit. Paul Molitor. Nope. Jesus. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't want to hold anyone up. Dion. Sanders? Sanders. No. Wow. no way. I pulled the football card on you fuckers at the last <laughs> second. Oh. Dion Sanders. You are Dion a freaking you know, Sanders. Because he didn't mention football, I didn't even think about Dion. You yeah. know, wow. I was waiting for him to say, and he played in the league. I'm like, oh, Dion Sanders, easy one. You know. How about the I thought Buffaloes, he really wanted man. just a baseball guy. All right, so I got good news and bad news. Mm-hmm. Mike and I were talking about this earlier. We have to speed up our intros. Okay. Mike? Introduce Vinny. And sitting to my right tonight is the nation, Mr. Vinny Gonzalez. Wait, are we recording this? Or is it, this is real? Yeah, yeah, this is real. Oh, hey, everybody. We got we to gotta speed this up, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, we're going to make it just a little bit quicker on the intros. Moving forward, guys, I know you love hearing about our personal life and uh, everything that's going on with it, but we're going to try and cram pack a lot more football information. And uh, unfortunately, our personal lives are taking up like a quarter of an episode. So hey, they enjoyed hot pot. I got good feedback. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm telling you, Cajun hated it. He secretly yeah. No, me that. first thing Cajun said is, "What the fuck was up with hot pot? Who gives a shit?" And I was like, "You're you're you should be happy. Vinny's not standing next to you." And then he cried and held his arm. Oh man. <laughs> All right. So on a real note, Vin uh, Wilden really is dying with uh, an infection in his arm, and he refuses to go to the hospital. So after this first episode, there's a good chance. We're going to be flying as the Three Musketeers. Oh. Yeah. And, he's and D'Artagnan be is going to be over at uh, Doc's on Wickham. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call that? Med flight when they come and get you? Yes. And yeah. then they airlift you? Yep. Yeah. Airlifted to the hospital. Okay. Josh, 
Anything happen cool this past weekend? I did the old Nintendo thing I told you about last week. We did the painting with the twists. Yes. We had a ton of fun. Wasn't nice. that it awesome? Out great. Yeah, we, we had a good time. We had a good... Then we went and watched some college football. She she loves Helen Blazes, and uh, that's where we went. We went and watched football, played some arcade games. It was a good day. Nice. That's awesome, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. Hell Did yeah. he tell me you want some money uh, out on that boat? No, remember I canceled the boat because of the weather. Oh, that's right. And then uh, we ended up going to Top Golf. So we went out there. We played Top Golf. Man, I love Top Golf. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of fun. fun. Nice. We should go to Top Golf. Yeah. We should go to Top Golf. We should yeah. go, order some drinks, order some food, and just go and rake them. It's a lot, a lot of fun, man. Now, at the beginning, I'm going to tell you, the kids were like cheating, okay? They were just hitting the ball nice and short, chipping it about 10 yards in front of them, getting the easy flag. So they were getting points nonstop. Me, I'm, I'm ripping them to the fence, and of course, I can't control where it's going. So finally... Second game. They beat me the first game. Second game, I just did that at the beginning, racked up a bunch of points, <laughs> and then I just started ripping them, and I started hitting Not some deep Not on my watch, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody that, you wins know, After that, me. we went to Dave & Buster's, man, and we saw the MMA fight for free. We played a bunch of games. What an and, upset uh, that was. Crazy, man. Israel Adesanya. Man, yeah. I, I love that guy. The hmm. style bender, they call him. I love yeah. him, but he, he, got he got dominated. He got bent. Yeah, he got bent. <laughs> yeah, he got wow. bent. Mike, what about you? What, what about you me? this weekend? It was football weekend. Okay. Yeah. It was opening. It was the opening game for the NFL, and we watched the Gators. Um, I have to admit, I did watch Colorado. I, it is hard to turn away from Neon Dion. It really is. Leading his team. They're now ranked at number 17 going into this coming week. Uh, they play an easy one, Ball State, or something like that. I enjoyed Alabama getting Yeah, yes. I enjoyed that, too. <laughs> that one, too. I watched that while I was at Top Golf. I was very, very happy. They were number three. I think Texas was number 11. Something like yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It were was nice to well? see. Yeah. Well, bye-bye, yeah. Bama. I know. All right, so guys, this week we got something fun for you in the first half, and this is going to be the overreaction episode every fucking year. All you guys out there, you see the rookies, you see the veterans, whoever it is in the first week, and it's like rats jumping off the ship. No idea what to do. Oh, my God, Puka Nakua. Oh, my God, Joe Burrow. We are here to calm you down. We are here to give you great advice on what you should be looking for. It's really just a reminder. It's a reminder of week one. If you go back last year and Tony Pollard looked like Pooh in week one and he was probably just a handcuff for Zeke and maybe you did maybe you didn't cut him well guess what Tony Pollard ended up being a top 10 running back last year so let's slow our roll let's pump yeah pump the brakes yeah so we're just going to hit a few of those overreactions this week and uh I mean I think the biggest one I just mentioned Joe Burrow Vinny yeah man yeah what the hell? 30-plus throws? He got 84 yards or some re- – 81 yards? You know, I yeah. – 82 yards, man. All I can Ooh. do is say that I have to chalk that up to complete anomaly there, man. I don't Little see rusty? that ever happen. No practice the last few weeks? I don't know. He's, he's always never – he's never had a training camp. So yeah. normally he just shows up and he just dominates. And uh, it just wasn't there. There was some weather issues. But, you know, Deshaun Watson played in the same weather. So, you know – I'm pretty sure he'll go nuclear next week against Baltimore. Or he's going to have a hell of a game. I, I trust him. I trust all the skill players in Cincinnati. I'm not all of a sudden. I'm, I'm not overreacting. You know, if you have him, you're you're happy. And if you don't have him and you want him, now might be the best time to go get him. This is the cheapest he's ever going to be. Ever. So if you don't have a quarterback or you're kind of eh, shaky on the guy you got, go get Burrow. Go mm-hmm. see if you can get him from an owner who's panicking already after one week. Okay. Josh. 
Drake not, oh, London. Yep. Eight was... targets, zero catches. Yep. Cool. The Whoa. problem is, I'm not totally in on Drake London for the rest of the year, though. I'm not saying he's going to be the zero catch guy every week. I don't trust him in that offense. They're run first, run second, run third. We are, and, and if we get up, we're not passing at all. And it's just not going to happen. I, I don't trust Drake London. I'm, I'm not saying he's going to have a horrible season. But, man, if you have him, maybe he has a good week next week. Maybe you can sell him then. But I'm I'm out on Drake London for Temper the season. Temper the expectations just two, a little absolutely. bit. Two big-name receivers have zero points. One of them was Drake London. Do you know who the other guy was? T. Higgins. Yep, T. Higgins. The difference <laughs> is we're never going to be out on T. Higgins in that offense. But he's right, like – I drafted Drake London in our three-point PPR league, and I am extremely discouraged. And I hate to say it, uh, he's probably getting cut. We we roster six receivers, and that's mm-hmm. not an overreaction. I think Drake no. London himself is awesome. It's not him. It's no, not it's Kyle Mike Pitt. Smith. It's, it's Arthur moronic, Smith. Or Arthur you always Smith. say Mike Smith. I always Ar- say Mike Smith. It's because they had uh, the running back there, Mike Davis. Davis, and that's yeah. probably what you're. Arthur Smith, man, he doesn't give a shit about our fantasy desires. He doesn't care about fantasy football. He even said it, man. He just doesn't care. He's like there to win games. He wants to win them this way. They want to run the ball. They want to run the triple option. <laughs> they don't want to pass the ball, yeah. man. So. It's sad because last year he had a great stretch with Desmond Ritter. London did. I expected big things, but man, I can't get behind him right now. I'm, I'm really nervous. If you're a Drake London owner, you got to be nervous. You, okay, so standard one point PPR. You got to, I want to say you've got eight spots on your bench. Right. Right now, is he bench worthy? Oh, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Benjamin. I just wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page with that, that 100%. this is not the time to go bailing on Drake London. I mean, just Cooper that, also just agrees. From a yeah. dynasty perspective, he's going nowhere. He's a great dynasty asset because I think at some point, if Ritter is not the guy, they're going to draft a guy that can pass the ball, and they will pass the ball yeah. at some point. And it might be after Arthur Smith has another losing season because this guy's only won like seven games in the past two seasons. In standard PPR leagues, okay, one-point PPR or the league that we play in, the three-point PPR league, would you drop Drake London for, let's say, Jacoby Myers? That's a tough one because Myers looked incredible week one. You definitely called that. If the concussion is not going to be an issue, because I don't think he has a history of concussions. No, he doesn't. If if he's going to be okay, maybe not this week, but the following week, I actually would drop Drake London. (laughs) For Jacoby Myers at this point, I just don't. I, he won't be available next week. Jacoby Myers is going to get scooped up everywhere. Yep. So, if you're going to scoop yeah. up Puka Nakua, which I'm, we're going to talk about, yep, you're going to scoop up Jacoby Myers. I mean, they both did their thing, you know. So in our overreaction segment, we're not overreacting to this Drake London stuff. It's no, real. I, I think it's real. I think that's that's why we're not overreacting. I think the the problem is real. The offense is the problem. He wants to run. It was glaring. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this isn't a Joe Burrow, I'm going to throw it for 30 times, and he's already done it. Drake London had a nice couple games last year, but now it looks like Arthur Smith is going to double down with his ignorant system of, I'm going to let my best players go underutilized. And then they targeted the running backs so many times. Look yeah. at that. Bijan Robinson, man. Al- Algier no. carried more times than Bijan. Did it. Algier had but, 15 carries. But Bijan had 19 fantasy points. Yeah. yeah. He I'm had just six saying, targets. Yeah. Algier the, the had The only thing targets. preventing Bijan from being the overall number one best running back in the league is that they're giving some carries to Tyler right. Algier. If not, dude, he's yeah. surefire, surefire RB1, man. Absolutely. Surefire. Who led the Atlanta Falcons with passing yards or receiving yards? Anyone know? Was it Bijan? Was it Bijan? No. 
<laughs> was Kyle Pitts with 44 yards. Dude. Wow. Wow. He That's... did have one called back, too. I th- it was like right. a 20 or 25 yard right, or two. Right, right, right. He would have had a decent day, but I'm, in the offseason, I remember I said somebody's going to get left out of the equation, and it was Kyle Pitts or um, Drake, London. Drake London. I thought it was going to be Kyle they're, Pitts, but they're based both, on. No, they're, they're both getting held out. Just say it. <laughs> They they're I, both losers, bro. They, I mean, I yeah. love Kyle Pitts. It's not about Kyle Pitts. It's not about Drake London. It's just yeah. I love Bad the guys. Spots. It's that spot, bro. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. So Man. I think I think another fun question is who actually had more catches that game? Star first round wide receiver Drake London or the quarterback? <laughs> the quarterback. The quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He had his. He had a pass deflected. He had a catch. Caught it himself. Wow. I saw that, yeah, yeah. So he had more than Drake London. Oh, that's that's <laughs> awesome. pretty so, ridiculous. It is. In about five years, it's going to be a great question at the bar. What year did two rookie quarterbacks throw a pass, catch their own ball, and it happened in the same season? Because it happened. Oh yeah, yeah, that's oh, really? right. Yeah, yeah. You know who the other Bryce one was? Young, right? No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, was it? I thought it was C.J. Stroud, but you're right. It was Bryce Young for Carolina. Yeah, okay. right. He did it himself. Yeah. Or was it C.J. Stroud? I don't know. No, I think now it was I'm Bryce have to Young. Look it up. Yeah. So another overreaction. I got one. Oh, hit me. You just traded for this guy. Najee Harris is truly splitting time with Jalen Warren. Sure does I look like I believe that's going to happen. It does. Steve hmm. Vega, you look like a genius right now. Mike hopes that you don't look smart for the rest of the season. I mean, so before anyone goes bailing on the Najee train, just know that they are playing an elite defense. Top three defense without question. Kenny Pickett also facing that same defense. Right. So they weren't really open, able to open up any running lanes. They weren't able to get the passing game going. Deontay Johnson left with a concussion. So before I just say, man overboard, I'm jumping off the Najee ship, I am going to calm down and just say, let's see what happens next week when they're playing a much more Normal. competitive <laughs> yeah. adversary right. and not going against the unstoppable 49ers. I don't think it's going to be a true split either. I think it's going to be like a 60-40. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think Najee's going to I'll touch him. I, I think another point, too, is like there was a split and, and Warren played, but Warren did not play well. Warren looked bad. Yeah. Warren looked bad. He didn't the look metrics good. weren't good on him. They weren't good. I still trust Najee to touch the ball 15 to 20 times per game. I don't care what Warren does. Yep. And, and this week he gets Cleveland. It's still a tall order. But I got a feeling they're going to play much better against Cleveland than they did about against San Fran. Okay. Now, we saw what they did to the Borough-Cincinnati Bengals. But I got a feeling, you know, when you come off that embarrassment, you know, your pride is being, you know, kind of checked. Absolutely, you know, yeah. That your manhood is being questioned. Okay. <laughs> I got a feeling mm-hmm. they are going to play much better and we're going to see a better Najee Harris. I'm not out on Najee. I still think he's a low-end one. And uh, if he gets 65 percent of everything that's going to be enough for him the volume will be there i got another one for you guys and this one i don't think is an overreaction they're not going to do this all season but they are going to be a force the miami dolphins offense was legit wow i mean 460 yards ish for Tua. it was legit however they're coming to new england this week they are it is a different defense yeah Um, we're not going to get 200 yards out of but of Tyreek, but still. So, Vinny, let me ask you this, though. Like, is New England good at scheming for speed? Because this is like a speed kills type environment. Right. I, I don't think anyone can scheme for speed. You either have speed or you don't. You know, I think with Tyreek Hill, they're going to roll coverage. There's no way that Bill's going to let one of our corners go one-on-one and not roll coverage. Like, yeah. you know, not for nothing. Staley, he's a moron. He's a defensive guy, dude. He's a defensive guy with plenty of defensive players. 
Yeah, the Chargers definitely don't have a He can't stop defense. anybody. That defense yeah. is embarrassing year in, year out. Right. Yep. Duran James, J.C. Jackson, Bosa, a Mac. Like, they drafted a linebacker. Like, what's what's up? Like, what are you, what are you good at? Because the offense is Kellen Moore. It's not you, bro. No, no they took that away from him last right. year when he was calling so, plays. So, it was horrible. Yeah. So what are you? Like, what kind of coach are you, bro? I don't think he's long for... The Chargers. I think we can all agree, though, that the Dolphins' defense will level out. I mean, offense will level out, but it is still going to be something you want a piece of. I mean, big, honestly, no, they, no. they were great big last time. year. No, no, I think they're going to be great. Is, I think yeah. they're going to yeah. be great. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But they got to play the Jets twice. They got to right. play the Patriots yeah. twice. I'm not going to say the Bills because the Bills' defense doesn't do much for me, and I'm a Bills fan. But you're playing those two teams four times in a season. That is a stinger. But man, they were they were looking pretty solid. I just I look at New England's defense. I saw the way they played Week One against Philly. Would you Would you believe if I told you Hurts threw for under 200 yards? Would you believe if I told you the Eagles ran for less than 100? Would you believe that when the Patriots went down 16-0, they didn't score another point till after half, and the time they scored the 16 points was off two turnovers and downpour rain, where mm-hmm. one ball went off the hands of a receiver and then Zeke fumbled one when he got punched out in the rain. I mean, the Eagles were stomping everybody last year. I, I know I picked them to win. They didn't win. I missed on that. But I think people thought, oh, the Patriots are sweet. We're just going to walk up in there and do whatever we want. I just It's going to be a team that plays really hard defense, and the offense showed some promise. I think Miami will run into some problems. I think they're still going to score points because they're Miami, man. But I don't see them being embarrassed the way the Chargers were. No yeah. way, dude. Hey, Zombieland. Yeah. What's your overreaction for the week? Mine is uh, a guy that I picked early on. I drafted him in a dynasty league, Puka Nakua. Um, I like step, stamping my flag on that guy. I had him rated at 4.0 with my rookie draft rankings uh, out of 5.0. He was way up there. Plymel gave me props for that um, early on. But my overreaction is I don't think that he's going to do that. He's not going to maintain that level. He's going to slide down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, 15 targets, if you pace that out, I mean, yeah. you're talking over 200 targets for the year. That's not going to happen. Um, if Cooper Cup doesn't come back, though, and that's the biggest question mark, if Cup comes back this season, it's going to bite into Nakua. But, I mean, guys, he is basically like a Cooper Cup clone with his metrics, his athletic score, his size, speed. Puka. This, he's got a great name, too. Puka, it's a, it's one of those like Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. Puka. When, I, when I drafted him at our rookie draft, everybody said God bless you whenever I drafted him. Yeah, that's yeah. Puka good. Nakua. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's a good one. Um, guy, how about I, Lamar Jackson? Wait, Seventeen wait. for twenty. Well, but but on Puka, you said like if, if like Cooper Cup comes yeah. back, you know I'm just saying if 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 Puka were to I'm sorry Cooper Cup were to come back. I still think Puka has a role, man. I think he could be the Robert Woods in that offense. I think he would take a lot. A cup would take a lot away in terms of coverage for Puka. I still think Puka will play well. He's the number one waiver at. I just don't see who you can add before him. I mean, there is two two Atwell and there is Van Jefferson. I know Jefferson. He dropped that one big pass, but Atwell played very well. He did. And Van Jefferson was slated to be the number two. So if Cup comes back, it seems very very crowded. I think Puka starts in two wide receiver sets. Van Jefferson. Oof. We've seen years of Van Jefferson, and what do I think about Van Jefferson? He's trash, bro. Yeah. He never did what Puka did in one game. Van Jefferson has had two, three seasons to do it. And it yeah, he, he hasn't done it. Yeah, you're maybe crazy. even more than that. What is he? Twenty seven. Tutu this year? was a rookie last year. Tutu never had a game like yeah. he just had. Puka did it the first time. 
uh, you know, I know we got to move on. Go ahead, Lamar. What do we got? Lamar, 17 for 22. 180 yards and a pick. He only rushed six times. Now, of course, they won right. against Houston, but this is another guy. You drafted him as a top eight quarterback. Do not go selling low on Lamar. Don't rush on the on the blind bids. If someone's out there, you don't need to dump a ton of your money on a quarterback that's sitting out there. Baker Mayfield, who had a decent game. Anyone that was sitting out there that's that you think could help you, calm down. Lamar Jackson is a very good quarterback. To your point, last year, the best team against quarterbacks in fantasy was? Houston? The Houston Texans. Wow. And now they got a defensive guy. And we said last week we kind of felt that Houston would stay in the game. Shit, I thought Houston could win the game if the game was in Houston. Mike said they would cover the spread. I mean, and Houston was in that game for a while. So I'm not surprised Lamar struggled against that Houston team. They, they've been really good against quarterbacks in fantasy. Now, let's see what Lamar does this week. Because, you know, he has weapons. Mark Andrews should be back. And that's another thing. I think Mark Andrews being absent hurt him a lot. You know, he doesn't have the same chemistry with OBJ, with Zay Flowers, even Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman barely played last year. So I think Mark Andrews will be a huge difference maker for him. I expect a good bounce back. And yeah. you can't panic on Lamar after one week. Jeez, man. No way. He's yeah. your anchor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another overreaction for you guys. Daniel Jones at some point will throw a touchdown this year. <laughs> so <laughs> he's only guy that hasn't hasn't scored man. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty funny. Uh, Dallas obviously, I think as of this podcast, they are still sacking him. <laughs> and uh, Barkley just received another tackle for loss about three minutes ago. So um, it was a horrible, horrible showing for the Giants. The bowl seemed uh, ooh seemed frustrated from jump. That defense is real. They made the that, Giants, they, they made the Giants look terrible. I don't know how you guys feel about the Giants, but I looked around like their receiving core, and I'm like, they're all the fucking same. They're these small guys yeah, that can't be eight. number ones anywhere that run slot routes. It's like, what are we doing? D Hop was out on the market. You could have got an alpha. Right. You could have got an alpha, man. Yeah. Instead, you went with an alpha tight end who's who's like who's probably going to be really good this year. I think we all agree we like Darren Waller, but man, he already hurt his hamstring. This is a guy that's had his injury issues. He's a little older. I don't know, man. Like, why didn't you address the wide receiver position? Why didn't you do it? I don't know that. It was a little bit weird. Isaiah Hodgins is not going to be there to save the day. An undrafted. Bro, Isaiah Second Hodgins. year guy at six foot four, but everyone else is Darius like under five ten. Um, Wandale Robinson. Yeah. Um, God, there's so many of them. I can't remember. Sterling Shepard's still running around. Yeah. Who? There's someone else. Like all these names. Like we know these. They had names. signed Cole Beasley for a, a hot minute this offseason. <laughs> oh, so, exact same piece that Trejo was talking about. Trejo was texting me during that game saying, "Bro, if you because I was playing him in uh, Genius, and he was like, if you beat me with my favorite team's defense, like." Yeah, it's I've gonna got be problems. And, okay, and my, my defense scored seventy points. That, that was nuts. Yeah, Isaiah Hodgins, Wondell Robinson, Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Wondell Robinson was hurt, so it he didn't, didn't matter play, who they had out there. They no, weren't, no, they weren't doing matter. it against Dallas. No, Daniel Jones, no, uh, he was just running for his life, basically. Yep. Okay, so we got like two more. The Rams. Who the fuck saw them beating the Seahawks? Unbelievable. 
Gino, where Matt are you, Stafford. Gino? Matt Looked Stafford like thought that Puka great. Nakua was Cooper Cup because yeah. he, <laughs> he didn't even care. He was He's like, like, you're 6'2", you, two, like him, you run a 4'6", you're my guy. Yeah, the timing is impeccable. I can throw to a 4'6 now yeah. at 37 years old. Yeah, my shoulder doesn't come forward as fast. Yeah. That's perfect. That's awesome. Perfect. That's but, awesome. I mean, Geno Smith, he tailed off in the second half. You're right. That is going to be one that I don't want to say – don't abandon ship, but this is going to be one where just calm down. You dra- if you have Gino and you're <laughs> starting him, that means you waited. You waited till the ninth round. You took Gino and your standard draft. You took all your wide receivers and running back. If you did a solid job, your skill position players are going to be just fine. Let's let's give it another week or two before we start panicking on Gino. Okay, guys, this that is like that's the biggest thing we want to just really instill in people. Just calm down. It's been one week. Absolutely. There's always craziness. Yeah. Geno Smith is a solid quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. You didn't draft him to be Patrick Mahomes. You didn't draft him to be Trevor Lawrence. Hell, you didn't even draft him to be Kirk Cousins. You drafted him to be that Geno top Smith. 15 game manager that's going to put up 17 to 18 points every week. This was the Rams. Man, Sean McVay had these guys juiced and ready to go for this game. Yeah. And they made the Seahawks look terrible. So it's calmed down on both levels. Calmed down on the um, on being panic mode and calmed down on like going out and trying to find these guys that like just basically crushed it yep. in week one. Yep. Yep. Uh, last one. Jesus. Vinny, we what talked about it? it earlier. What is it? Josh Allen last year was a league winner until he hurt his elbow. Until he had that partial tear in his UCL, he absolutely was killing it. But after that, night and day, like completely different quarterback. He was probably a number two quarterback the second half of the season. Has it gotten any better? I don't think it's the injury. He's hyper targeting Diggs because Diggs is a diva. He's forcing these Absolutely. deep passes. Baby. Yep. On the sideline, you can tell he's yes. like doing the pouty thing. He's not even reading coverage. He's just launching it. He yep. knows Diggs is going to be running right down center field. He throws it. Triple coverage, who gives a shit? Right. And it, he's not reading. <laughs> yeah. He's not reading the defense. He's trying to keep Diggs happy, and it's it's killing the chemistry of the team. Let me ask I, you, I, can I, anyone stop it? Can McDermott? Pull Diggs to the side. Can Allen say, no. shut the fuck up? Nope. And go, trade no. him. you got to trade him. You have to get rid of him. Wow. You have to. He's killing trade, the chemistry. Trade Absolutely. the star receiver. It's more than just being an alpha receiver. He's killing the chemistry of the team. Absolutely. Yeah. And you saw it. Every time he forced the just ball. Just keep killing it. To, I need those fancy points. Yeah. Just keep killing it. Yeah. He, ever, wow. he, he was just – did you watch a game? Yeah, I did. He was launching the ball yep. into double and triple coverage. He wasn't reading the defense. It was just – Yep. Throw and pray. Yeah. And then Diggs was becoming like, it looked like he was in the secondary. That, instead UC, of a white that UCL was fine, buddy. It. He launched that thing probably 45, 50 yards. Yeah. Mm. Do you think it's a UCL issue or you think it's a chemistry issue trying to keep Diggs happy? I mean, honestly, the way that his Diggs demeanor, especially when he came back off the field, everything, he felt like a pouty bitch. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the best way. It looked like a spoiled, rotten child. 10 catches, 102 yards. Yeah. No, yeah. I get it. 
but he still didn't look happy. Antonio you know, Brown. You know who'd be happy if, if T.O. caught 10 catches for 102 balls? He'd be like Josh, screaming everyone how great Josh, is. I understand because he's a Buffalo guy. I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't care if you go out and get into a car wreck and you fuck someone up. And blah, blah. Listen, I need you <laughs> to play fantasy football. That's all yeah. I care about. And if you guys have a relationship issue and your vagina's hurting and, and, and you need you need some idol, that's between y'all. You know, <laughs> Just make sure you give me 10 catches, 102 yards, man. The rest of it, I just don't care. I was actually on your side. I, I agree with Josh. There's something going on. I traded away Diggs. I was a little nervous in Dynasty. I traded him away. And I kind of felt something's brewing there. And I was right, but it hasn't materialized into a separation. And without Diggs, I don't care. I, I mean, maybe the chemistry gets better, but they're not they're not going anywhere without Diggs. Not this year. I still have my concerns with Josh Allen. I mean, like, I think that the, he's not maturing as a quarterback. He's relying too much on his um, physical specimen Dude, he abilities. should have went down so many times. Oh, my exactly. God. The one where he and he fought for the two extra yards and yes. he looked over the sideline, and McDermott's like, be smart. Did yes. you see him mouth and yeah, words, be fourth smart? and five. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, you're five yards short, idiot. Just go down. <laughs> yeah, he, he, does, he has not been playing smart Yeah, No. No. Well, you know who does play smart? Joe Boo Harrington. Um, <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no, Sonny from Mash Hoagies. He oh. always plays smart out oh, on the absolutely. softball field and back there behind the counter when he's making those subs. Yep. Yep. When he's when he's playing, he's juggling. He's, he's juggling doing everything. The bread, the entertaining meat. all the customers. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He's a pro. Yep. He is wow. a pro. So, guys, as a reminder, Mash Hoagies is the official sandwich of the championship formula. Do they know that? They do. Oh, good. They yeah. do. Actually, they, they, I spoke to him today just to remind him. He didn't know who I was. I had to leave a voicemail. <laughs> we, need to we need to tell them. So they've got lunch oh, specials shit. Monday through Friday, ten ninety nine. Your choice, a half a sub and a cup of soup or chili. Don't forget they make their own tea, fresh brewed uh. every single day. The sweet tea is absolutely delicious. Mike, that's what you need to do before your big fight. Put on a little extra weight. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you're going to get that weight up. Lots right. of sweet tea. Who are you fighting? I don't know. I don't but know. I'm, I think he's down. going into the MMA. That's going to be his new job, the MMA fighter. Adesanya, I'm going to take him on. <laughs> you going to challenge him over the air right now? Oh, absolutely. Come on, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if he shows up at this house, I am not opening the door. If he shows up at this house, I'm locking myself in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my God. All righty, guys. We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. And we are back. That was much needed PD P break for uh, Raider. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yep. Alrighty, guys. So we hope you uh, were listening to the overreactions, and now we're going to go into fantasy advice. Yes. We're going into some game previews. We're going to give you spreads and over unders, and uh, we're going to try and help you out with all of your entertainment wagering and. Funny bets that you place with uh, Monopoly money with your friends, mm-hmm. and uh, all the fantasy advice you can possibly handle. Yeah. Handle. So the first game up on the slate is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles at home, coming off a funny win against the Patriots, facing the lowly, sad Minnesota Vikings. Philly is favored by seven, and the over/under is forty-eight and a half. Weather for the game is supposed to be potential light showers and a little bit of wind but nothing like it was this past week what's our uh, what's our favorite takeaway does anyone see minnesota actually pulling off the win here no way you know i don't think you count minnesota out philly didn't look great last week i know the vikings don't have a defense 
But, I mean, you still got Justin Jefferson on the other side of the They ball. have an offense, man. They, yeah. The Vikings are going to score points, man. So. I mean, but did Philly look bad because they were playing such a solid defense and it was horrible weather? We'll find out this week. Yeah, we'll find out. I, I like the Eagles to win at home on a short week um, against the Vikings. I don't trust Kirk Cousins in primetime games, and this is a primetime game. It's a Thursday night. They're the only thing on TV. Yep. Um, I still think Justin Jefferson will get his. And in fact, go to Prize Picks. There's somewhat of a free square, sixty-one and a half yards. Oh wow! Think that's free. They lowered Ooh. it from ninety-four. Wow. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a huge discount. Yeah, that's is this nice. a Taco yeah. Tuesday? Uh, maybe it only oh. applies for today. Yeah, it does only apply today. So if you can get it in with the next hour and a half. Yeah. You know what? I forgot to check because normally they have them throughout the day on Tuesdays for. Uh, yeah, for Taco Tuesday. I'm going to jump on that one. That ah, damn. Yeah, Justin Jefferson over 61 yards? Yeah, I'll okay. take it. I don't care who they have on him. Darius Slay, I don't care. Over, over, over in this game. Yeah, I like the over for the game as well, actually. Even though it's a Thursday game and they tend to be light like light on the box score. For sure. I just got a feeling this game, Eagles are a little frustrated. They can get their offense going. Vikings lost a game at home to the lowly Bucks. I got a feeling there's going to be some, some action here. Come out swinging for yeah, both of them? I think so. All right, so I the heavyweights so. throwing haymakers to start off the week on Thursday. I do kind of like that. Anything fun that you're looking at? Anything we should be looking for? Kenneth Gainwell, does he maintain the starting role? Great, he's, great he's, question. He's got a rib injury, they're saying. Right. I think they actually – I heard this on another podcast, so I don't want to take credit for it, but I heard that there's a chance they actually rested Rashad Penny so that they would have a fresh running back on a short week. I've got a feeling they're going to have to activate him now no matter what. Okay. That seems fair enough. Nice. So. Um, who'd, you, who'd you hear that from? Let's give him some credit. That was CBS Sports nice. Fantasy Fantasy Football Today. Yeah, right. yeah, love Adam. those guys. Adam yep. That's actually believable. Yeah, I, I, it actually makes a lot of sense. Although Adam Azer didn't agree, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it. I liked Is there anyone idea. we're not starting in this game? Hurts, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown. Dallas Goddard turned in a stinker this past week. Are we feeling good starting him this coming week? Patriots are amazing against, against tight, ends tight ends every single time. So, yeah, start Dallas Goddard. Okay, and I got a question mark for you. Yeah. Are you worried about Kirk Cousins here? He's your friend. He's a guy that you were taking as like a fringe QB1. He's Mr. Consistent. Is he going to be Mr. Consistent against Philly? Or are you looking at your QB2 if there's a favorable matchup there? Okay, so, Vinny, you know the game that we're going to play. Are you going to start Kirk Cousins? Going into Philadelphia, or are you going to start Jordan Love? Go. Is that what you were going to say? It is. Oh, how did I know? Jordan Love. <laughs> nice. Or are you going to start Jordan Love? So I have both guys, and I have to choose. You do. Um, just as a reminder, Josh is playing with his cord all over the table, which is a lot of fun to hear. Yep. <laughs> um, Green Bay is... Where are they? Green Bay. In Wisconsin. Why am I not seeing them? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're that playing is. in Atlanta. They're playing in Atlanta. It's in the Dome. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually think – I don't think you're going to go wrong either way, to be honest with you. I, I like Jordan Love's matchup against the Falcons, but the implied totals here tell me Vegas thinks that Packers-Falcons game is going to be a little low scoring. So I think you probably roll with Kirk Cousins, but I got a feeling Vegas doesn't have that one right. I think the Packers are going to score points. I think the Falcons are going to score points. So we'll okay. see. Okay. So in here's, the, dome. In here's the, dome. the next one. You've got Kirk Cousins going into Philly, or you've got Brock Purdy going to L.A. I love Brock Purdy, man. Uh, Brock Purdy, to me, is an auto start, man. And in this situation, I'm starting Brock Purdy against the I'm starting the Rams. Brock Purdy as well. 100%. There you go, because he was definitely drafted now. as a number there's, two. There's no more like, oh, Brock Purdy. Man. No, 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 Brock Purdy's for real, dude. I got one for you, but I know we got to move on to the next game. Geno Smith against the Lions. No. 
No. <clears throat> I don't trust him. Ver- versus Kirk Cousins versus Philly. Yeah, I'll take against Kirk. the Lions. I don't trust. I don't man. trust Geno Smith. I thought the Lions did a great job of limiting. Limiting what Kansas City does, man. Mike's yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, that's a close one. That's going to be a coin flip. I'm going to wait to see how it goes. The like, if anything opens up by Thursday, if there's any more information that we have. Gotcha. Gainwell, anyone? Jesus, that's a tough one for me. Right. All right. Next game. Next game is going to be the Tennessee Titans, who looked like shit this past week <laughs> at home facing the Chargers. Did they look like shit though? Yeah, Tennessee looked horrible. Did you see Tannehill's line? Did, yeah, Tannehill was horrible. Tannehill threw three picks. I get it. He did. Derrick Henry didn't even have 70 yards rushing. Once again, for the 10th year in a row, whatever it is, Derrick Henry's so efficient when he's out there catching balls. And the, again, they rarely use him on third downs. It is so the fucking Saints, frustrating. The Saints are a very good defense, man. They are. I, I streamed them. I actually sat. The, the Jets defense for him. I put in New Orleans this week, and it's because they're very good. They have a guy that can shut down any receiver in the game, period. They have a great defensive line. The linebackers fly around. And listen, yeah, Tannehill threw three picks, and then Derek Carr won the game by one point. It's 16-15. I mean, it was a defensive thing back and forth. Tennessee was playing some good defense too, man. And they got robbed there a little bit. They got robbed there. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean... There was no one hurt for Tennessee. Henry was out there. Chig was out there. D-Hop was out there. Traylon Burks was back. Right. So they had their full slate of starters. Their offensive line was full slate. There was no one that was out. Are New Orleans skill players better? Do you prefer Michael Thomas, Chris Olave? Absolutely. Do you like that better? Then they only scored 16 points. Yep. What happened? Tennessee still has a solid D. And they They do. do have Derek Carr throwing. What I'm saying is... New Orleans made Tennessee look this bad. Yeah. I don't think it was an accident, man. If the Titans look like shit this week against the Chargers, then you have to believe that yeah. they look like Cause shit. Because the, the Chargers can't stop anybody. Yeah. They, they, they can't stop go. anybody. Yeah. Like, they're disappointing as fuck, bro. And this game is in Tennessee. I expect Tennessee to put up points. Okay. So, here we go. We're starting D-Hop. We are starting Derrick Henry. That is a given. Is there any way you would flex out Trey and Trey. Burks? Yeah, I'd flex Trey. I would go I'd Bobby Trees. Trey. Bobby Trees. Yep. Bobby Trees. Oh, oh my gosh. He plays for, oh, man. he plays for Houston. He plays for Houston. He doesn't play for the Titans anymore. You can put him in I'm sorry. at some point. I always get those two teams confused. I don't know what it is with my brain. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I'm going down the line. I'm like, who in the hell is he talking about? <laughs> so, bad. on the Chargers. I'm already dying. <laughs> <laughs> the infection. The infection is taking hold. The infection got into the chest. You're starting all your usual suspects on the Chargers. Yeah. Even And here's a sneaky start. Joshua, Joshua Kelly. Kelly. If Austin yep. Eckler does not play, Kellen Moore is really looking like he is opening no. up the offense. It, it doesn't is, even I'll take matter it, I'll if take he it a does step further. Play. Thank you. I think Joshua Kelly is at minimum a flex play. Okay. He got 15 touches, bro. The same amount, 15 rushing touches, the same amount as Austin Eckler. And he was getting a ton of touches and looking good yeah. before um, Eckler went, went out. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, they're really mum on Eckler right now. Like, they they're are. real mum. How are you feeling about Quentin Johnston right about now, Mr. Plymo? Oh, uh, not so good. I mean, I never expected him to do shit this well, year. I mean, you got Mike Williams probably going to be out, right? 
No, he actually was in by the end of the game. Did he come back in? He did yeah, come he back did. in. He oh, did. I didn't yeah, realize he, that. He ran into an official or the uh, the not the goalpost. What's the little the I just the I, pylon. I, I yeah the pylon. <laughs> okay, I just assumed <laughs> he, he touched it with his knee and then he grabbed his knee and he started crying. They carried him off on a stretcher. Okay, Everyone so he'll pointed get at least five laughed. plays in this game. Yeah, so I mean, once again, you have to start Mike Williams. You drafted him to be a top thirty-five receiver. You have to start him. Um, obviously, Keenan Allen. I, once again. Quentin Johnston was not for me this coming season. It was the following season. He'll be taking no, over disregard. I was assuming that Williams was out. Nope. And I was I was wondering if uh, Quentin Johnston was startable for you. No, I'm 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 all in still on Herbert. That is not one I'm worried about. I know he only had 205, a TD, <laughs> and a, and a rushing a, yeah. touchdown. He did. Um, I think he put up just under 21 fantasy points, which was good enough to be top 15. Not enough to be a true number one. Um, I think he does come out firing on this one though. All right. All right, next game up on the slate, we got the uh, jackass-led Atlanta Falcons at home versus the Jordan Love-led Packers. Well, here we go. Tyler Algier, are we starting this guy in the flex? I think you can start Tyler Algier again. Okay. The Packers have a really good defense, so you didn't want any part of the Atlanta Falcons' pass offense anyways. So if they're going to do anything, it's going to be little dump-offs again to the running backs. I think you could give Algier until Bijan really takes that role over, because I'm assuming by the end of the season that you're going to see a shift. Okay. But uh, until that shift actually happens, someone's going to get stuck holding the bag one week when it's like, oh, Algier's not here. So let me ask you this. Like, Bijan Robinson was the next coming of Saquon Barkley, right? Sure. I mean, it, I mean, I know it's too early to react, but based on what we've seen already, do you think that that's the case? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he had seven targets. He caught six of them. He looked great he looked in open good. space. Okay. He only had five or six carries on the ground, but again, he was efficient with them. They, I think they said right from jump, this is going to be a two-headed backfield. This is not going to be the Bijan Robinson show because Arthur Smith hates us. He hates you right, that's right. listening. He hates <laughs> when someone mentioned in the press conference, hey, uh, Drake London didn't have a catch. He's like, yeah, Drake London's happy we got the win. Which, And he's like, that's for the fantasy football guys to worry about. He literally said, that's for Is the that fa- real quote? That's a real or, quote. That's for the fantasy football guys to worry about. Nope. Dang. And uh, so right there, I want. I wish there would be a real fantasy football guy in the, in the press and just jump up on stage and punch him right in his fucking yes, head. Yes, exactly. Just, just really hard. Like throw and, a shoe and at then him and just beat him right in the head? Yeah, yeah something. And then take out his wiener and pee on him, like, right well, there. Well, I mean, that that's and probably a little little aggressive. No. Bijan right now is on, on pace for 100 catches. I mean, this is real. Okay. Yeah, this and, is a real interesting situation. Like, a lot of rushing work for Algier, a lot of receiving work for Bijan. And I assume at some point he'll get some goal line. For sure. Yeah. It won't always be Algier at the goal line. Yeah, and right now, Tua's on pace for like 7,400 passing yards. So okay. but, but, the <laughs> difference is, but the difference is, I don't think Tua will ever come close to that. No, no. But right. I actually think Bijan will. I think Bijan can get 100 catches. I think Bijan will be. I mean, you they know? used him so much in open space. It was great. Yeah. They, okay. don't want, they don't want to throw to receivers. And yeah. they certainly don't want to throw to a good side end. Green no. Bay side. <laughs> who you starting? Who you sitting? <sighs> I like Jordan Love, man. I love Romeo Dobbs, man. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Love going against Atlanta. Romeo Dobbs is Christian, and here's the—I guess here's the question—is Christian Watson playing this week? It doesn't look. He is trending towards not playing, so I would say Romeo Dobbs is an absolute must-start. If Christian Watson is playing, I would think Dobbs is probably somewhere in that flex range for AJ, me. And you got AJ Dillon because uh, 
Well, is Aaron Jones definitely hurt? We don't know. Okay. We'll find out. You know, he definitely yeah. hurt his hamstring. He we is, don't but know is he going to miss? Yeah. Is it is it a Cooper Cup pull or is it a Mike Williams? I ran it to the pylon and I'll be okay. I just need a fifteen minute Gatorade break. <laughs> yeah. That's the real question. All right. What about uh, what about Luke Musgrave? He had a solid game this past week. You know, is he a start if you're desperate at tight end? All right. Luke Musgrave or Kyle Pitts? <laughs> Luke Musgrave. <laughs> Woo! There we go. I mean, I'm, I'm a realist, man. Uh, okay, Kyle okay. Pitts, dynasty-wise, is definitely a top-ten asset for me, but are you playing him every day in redraft? No, man, not right now. I can't. Drake London and Kyle Pitts are sits for me, and I own one of them. You're right. And, okay. And I'm telling you, I own both of them. Yeah, redraft. I was going to say. Between redraft and dynasty. I'm telling you, man, they're sits, man. Yeah, Luke Musgrave over, right. over Kyle Pitts. Luke Musgrave. Especially if Watson's out. Or Chig Aconquo. Luke Musgrave. All right. No, no question. He's targeted five times. He had three catches for 50 yards. I mean, okay. I mean, right now, that's like that's tight le- end one stop. That's legit. Yeah. All right. Last one I'm going to give you. Luke Musgrave or Evan Ingram. Ingram. Evan Ingram, connected to the better yeah. quarterback. And, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I just have more trust in that offense. But it would not surprise me if they were about the same production. I mean, that's just. Okay. That's real possible. All right. Next game up on the slate is going to be the incredibly tough defense against quarterbacks. Houston Texans versus the incredibly inaccurate Anthony Richardson of the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I don't want to say that was an overreaction this past week, but Richardson actually performed much better than I think most of us were expecting. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he had 230 yards in the air. He rushed for one, threw for one. Yeah. It was not a horrible line by any means. I think he was actually pretty accurate in that game, unless he tailed off at the end of the game. He was. I mean, the Jags aren't a horrible defense. They're not a top-notch defense. They're about middle of the pack. I think last year in overall defense, they were number 15 or 16. So it's not like Richardson was horrible. Um, But in this game, as Vinny mentioned earlier, the Texans were the number one pass defense last year. Quarterback scored the least amount of points against Houston, and now Demeco Ryans is there. What are we expecting out of Anthony Richardson? Michael Pittman had a very, he very did. solid day this past I, I was week. He looked dominant, that. too. Yeah. He did. It wasn't just, just a fluke like, I know, yeah. um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we starting Richardson going oh, into Houston? Um, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you when you drafted him, you probably handcuffed like some, you know, like middling safe... <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Ahead, if you took Richardson, you took somebody safe behind him. You, you know? would hope so. Yeah. You would hope so. So I, I'm going to go ahead and, and throw in Richardson for that rushing upside. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about Michael Pittman? We starting him against Houston. For sure. All right. I guess so, man. Damian Pierce, man. That's another one of those don't overreact too soon. Is there anyone else on the Colts that we're starting? Before we switch to Houston, is there anyone else? I mean, Nico Collins could be a flex player, yeah. man. Yeah, could be a flex. <laughs> if he played for the Colts, he absolutely yeah. could be. I mean, Jelani Woods is still out. Oh, we're talking about. I'm so yeah, yeah. sorry, dude. I fucking switched over. <laughs> um, <laughs> My bad, bro. Look what I started. Yeah, yeah so um, for the Colts, yeah. I mean, I think it's Michael Pittman and and Anthony Richardson, and then you know what else do you got? I You're mean, not starting Josh Downs yet, but keep an eye on Josh yeah, Downs. Dude, he had you. seven targets. He Alec did. Pierce only had three targets. Yep. Josh Downs um, is stuck. Keep an eye on Josh Downs. He's stuck in three wide receiver sets, man. He's uh, he's just starter in the slot yeah the running back i think is going to be the evan hole was hurt Fuck um now zach, Ma- zach you're, moss you're going to be fine on evan hole now well no zach moss is also hurt and Deion jackson looks like what? a bag of dicks yeah you, you i don't know, even how know many, how many fumbles did he have you know it, who's coming right it's kareem hunt he's on the way 
They're going to sign that. They're going to have to. How many rushing attempts did Deion Jackson have? I don't know, 12? 13. How oh. many yards did Deion Jackson have on the ground? Not many. 35? 14. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. One uh, for one, baby. It was, yeah, it was basically an Eddie George type day. A yard and a cloud of dust is all he got. <laughs> so Deion Jackson looked like ass. It, it's incredible to think that Richardson had a solid day with no real running backs. What could he do with Jonathan Taylor back there? Absolutely. It's something we that Jim Irsay does not want to know. He doesn't <laughs> care. He's out saving shamus and dolphins and <laughs> toucans and whatever he's got on his little ark that he's building. But in the meantime, we're going to have Richardson back there with absolutely no running backs. I want to say something about Richardson, yeah. though. He looked a lot better than I thought he was going he really sure did. to. He did. He's, he's an athlete trying to play quarterback in the NFL, and at first it's going to throw a lot of teams off, man. Yeah. So he'll find ways to get the ball to people in space. He'll move around some. He's at, hey, he didn't try to take off every time he, he, he dropped back. He stood there and took some shit to try to find some people. What were you going to say? Here's the question for you. Yeah. Are we giving Richardson too much credit, or are we not giving Shane Steichen enough Look what he did with Jalen Hurts. Not that Hurts isn't an incredible athlete, an incredibly tireless oh, worker. I like that. But was he able to do a little bit of quarterback sure. guru and say, if you follow my system, like Mr. Anthony Richardson, you could be in Canton one day. That's a hot take. In Canton. And you, you <laughs> know what? Probably some truth to both of that, but go ahead. Th- this is another like too early take. It's week one, but it almost he at times he reminded me, and I hate like I, I give you guys these comps. Cam Newton, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Vick. He kind of looked like Michael Vick oh, wow. to me out there. Mm. <sighs> I mean, Michael Vick was. I know. It, I mean, like. It sucks. I'm giving him that comp. I'm just saying. I mean, like, Michael Vick was what six foot tall. I think he was six foot, about two hundred pounds. His athletic score was probably in the five percentile with wide receivers. He, now, Anthony Richardson, of course, straight line speed. He doesn't have the three cone that Michael Vick did. He did not have the natural ability in open space like Michael Vick. He's also a mountain of a man at six five and two forty four. That is like Derrick Henry coming at you. Okay. So there's a little bit, but I can I can understand what you're saying at that quarterback position, that mobility, the the speed to be able to break loose for one. I get it. Okay. I don't want to crown him anything. It's one game. Yeah, but exactly. Here's the thing: Anthony Richardson was throwing to Michael Pittman. That's it. Yeah. He didn't have a running back. He didn't even have Miles Sanders back right. there. He had me. Yeah. Fumbling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you look at, on the other side. You got uh, Jalen um, Hyatt Waddle. No, more Murphy. Yeah, brain fart. Philadelphia. <laughs> Jalen. In Philadelphia, Her, we play you, this yep. game with each other. Yep. You where have we just two <laughs> wide receiver ones. Yeah. And you have when he's healthy, you have Dallas Goder. Yeah. Mm. And you had Miles Sanders. A lot more weapons. So I think you got to give Steichen credit, but you also you. For at least one game, Anthony Richardson was doing a lot more with a lot less. Yeah. Okay. Well, I on agree. The t- on the Texan side of the ball, we know we have Nico Collins that we can start, and of course, Damian Pierce. Is there anyone else that's even flex worthy on that team that we're looking at? Probably not, man. Robert Woods, your boy. Yeah, was you want to go with yeah. Bobby Trees. He was targeted 10 <laughs> times, though. He was targeted 10 I'm times. I'm not wanting to start him, though. There's got to be somebody else out yeah. there that I would feel better about. For I'm sure. Sc- I'm scared to start Damian Pierce if I have him, man. I'm. They brought in a lot of Devin Singletary, man. They I mean, did. I, they really they did. did, he, man, did he, doubled up, he almost doubled him up on touches, though. Pierce had 13, Singletary had 7. Right. Okay. 
All right, so next game up on the slate is going to be the 1-0 Detroit Lions at home. Yes, sir. Versus the sad, sad, beaten by a horrible team, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, going after this uh, after this loss. Is this a uh, comeback game for them? No, man. Ah, I knew they, it. They I knew. can't keep up. They're, they're not going to okay. be able to they're, score they're, enough They're going to face plant. I think the Lions defense is a little bit improved, too, man. Aiden Hutchinson is a real deal. He was in the backfield a lot all night of pressure. City, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Jack his parents. Yeah. His, parents his parents were, were really cheering him yeah. on. Oh, my God. How many times he could hear it over? He heard him. Really pumped him up for the game. Aiden's dead. They got a new linebacker there that they drafted, Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they look nice, man. I, I like the Lions, dude. I, I like the Lions in this game. God, you know. Jack Campbell sounds like it should be a Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker. <laughs> he plays like one. I thought you were going to say Earl Campbell, but you know, I know Hey loved that though those Campbell guys. Yeah, he's like he really reminds me of Earl. Camp Campbell soup too. Camp Campbell, yeah. Okay, so on Detroit, it looks like if you waited and you have Jared Goff as your number 1, same with that Geno Smith type role. Obviously, in this game, we're going to go Goff over Geno Smith. Um Amon Ra is an absolute stud. We are yeah. starting him without question. David Montgomery. Flexworthy? He's a starter. Yeah. Jamar, Jameer Gibbs, is he flex worthy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He looked good in that game. If he would have got more touches, he would have produced even more. He looked um, He looked good. Okay. Anyone else on Detroit worried about? I don't think anyone's going to be putting Laporta in quite yet. Yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. The, the tight end position is just so weak right now, man. Uh, uh, right now, anyone that can get you four to five catches with fifty yards is flex worthy for a t- or a start starter worthy at tight end, man. With yeah. Kelsey out, anyone can be the number one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now, like it's it's crazy. You know how it is. So I do. If if Sam's going to give you four or five catches, that's it. You're in, bro. Okay. You're in. Well, on Seattle side, is anyone really wanting to start Geno? Are you looking at your number two if you have Geno on your team? Absolutely not. Not starting him, Vinny. Yeah. How about you? Me? Gino? Yep. No, man. Okay. Absolutely not. No, you'd have to have an absolutely atrocious no. matchup for your backup. Okay, <laughs> so Detroit's got a, a bottom half defense. If you're not if you everyone seems to be Gino's gonna be garbage this week, can we have faith in DK, Tyler Lockett, or Jackson Smith and Jigba? No. I faded all those guys in every single draft, so my answer is no. I I'm looking forward to a down year for Gino and down year for Seattle. I have Lockett in one league. <laughs> and he's the only Seattle and he got guy. concussed, right? Mm-hmm. He did, that? so I don't know if he if he's going to miss. And Lockett is usually steady Eddie. That guy never misses games. He's usually the one that falls. He protects as as, himself, he, yeah. he really does. He does a great, very good job of protecting himself and not fighting for yards. Yeah, he actually we, slid really hard, and he slammed the back of his head down the turf. No one actually touched him. Oh, okay. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so can we start DK this week? I mean, you, you, you pretty draft, much have to. You ha- yeah, you, when you, where you draft him, you have to. And, and Jigba uh, matched him for targets, so who's who's going to get him? Are okay. They, what are you going to get, seven, eight apiece? So Can, does DK get extra points for catching the ball with just his abs, on the, <laughs> like on that commercial? Did you see the commercial? I'll give him extra points for it. Okay. Yeah. I think you got to start DK, though. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, you drafted DK where you did. It's very hard. You're going to be very hard to find something on your bench better than DK. All right. I know we're trying to move quickly. I just got a text from my wife. You really don't think I should drop Drake London? 
<laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. Well, I'll, I'll deal with that after the podcast. But uh, I'm man. about to text her right now and be like, "Look, I'm talking to your husband right now. We're telling you on the podcast. If you got some options, you, you're going to yeah. drop them. Nice. You're going to drop them. You're going to do it. Okay. So, you know. All right. So before we end this podcast, guys, I want to remind everyone that we now have a, our very own Facebook page. So the championship formula, you look on Facebook. That's for those of you that are, you know, under 85 and you have a Facebook page because everyone under that age and, you know, you have any sense of self or um, you care about your friends or family or about your other podcast mates. If you care about them at all, you'd probably be on Facebook and helping promote the business. But, uh, you know, what do I know? So the championship formula Guys, starting this week, look out for Stardom Sidems. We're going to be posting those on the Facebook page. You can we go are? check. You going to post those? I am going to post those. That's what I like to hear. That damn right. Can you put it on the MySpace page too? Um, if you have MySpace, we don't want your business. You don't have to listen to us. <laughs> you don't even have to be on this damn podcast. <laughs> you just take your zombie bite and just march right out of here, old man. <laughs> it is spreading a little bit. It is. Man, if it spreads if, if to his start, balls, he's is, yeah, he is done. If I start seeing like red veins go up your neck, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving. I don't care what you do, I'm out. Because if you're turning, like we're all gonna get infected. So. Yeah. Crazy. That would be the best revenge ever. Yeah, revenge, but, uh, revenge for what? What did we do? Yeah. Holy shit! Did thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah. Was, <laughs> did you set the raccoon free in his house? My is that God, what, is the zombie raccoon? Tra- Attack of the trash panda. <laughs> so, um, yeah, everyone go check out that Facebook page. Hit a like, hit a follow. Invite um, your friends to like it. Absolutely. Everyone share the word. We'd love to see more and more people out there and uh, get the word out. Smash that share button. Smash that share button. That's I'm pretty YouTube, but uh, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick, our, one of our TikToks is over 60,000 views. Hey. A, couple nice. of, a group of old men going semi-viral on TikTok. You guys are yeah. killing that, Actually, man. Actually, I put up a few TikToks this week. Yeah. So take nice. that. He take did. that. I under did. His own, under his own TikTok account, not the company. Damn it. One, so stupid. But he still <laughs> he, I, I like the participation, though. Yes. I'm happy. Okay. Yes. All right, guys. So we'll be back with more... Stardom Sidems on the next podcast. Y'all stay safe out there. Boom.